Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 249. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Saninsky. Hello. Hey, that's me. Jenna, hello. Hi. Uh, I, since I had two beers on the first episode, I'm not drinking anything. What are you on today? Um, I'm on my first beer. It's a Mexican Honey Light. Would Too you, much Would you like press. a koozie? No, it's okay. warm enough as it is. Ooh, I have The fridge right is broken? Here. No, you had the door open. Oh, it's been open for two weeks then. Yikes. Okay, well, oh. I closed it. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, Thankfully, no. that's only beer, right? Yeah. yeah. It was okay. two beers. There's a, a solitary Coors uh, Banquet and a solitary Indeed. Um, it, this is like, it's a little cold, but it was like cracked open just a smidge. So th- huh. this is kind of, this is about lukewarm. That explains why the GFI went a couple days ago. Okay, cool. Anyway. And then the, the, your Coors Banquet that you have in there, it was like next to the freezer. So that one's okay. I assume I the have. freezer is like a block of ice because of I that. I presume. Cool. Ooh, yes, we do have two Tiny pies. pies. Wow, those are adorable. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings and Goddesses. Viking is and Goddesses. The, Vi- the Vikings and Goddesses Bakery was where we got it from. They make pies. I can see that. And yes. they make tiny They're pies when you good. go to the farmer's market. What are the... Um, there's this, like a separate name for like the miniature pies like that. Hand Maybe even a, a hand pie. No, no, a hand, a hand pie one. looks like an empanada. Tarts. A tart. Tarts. People yes. call them tarts. Yes. I'm like, the first time I saw one, I'm like, why aren't all pies like this? Exactly. <laughs> but I do have to say, we did have a slice, and it was supposed to be coconut cream. It ended up being lemon meringue. But was, this one I'm imagining. Yeah, the okay. one that we ate. But it was delicious. It was I'm not mad at it. So good. If you want to have some of the lemon meringue, it's right there. You just it's, use uh, your finger. Yeah, it's squished our pie. I did just wash my hands, but yeah, thank you, you for the offer. Use your finger if you want it. Um, <laughs> but it was lemon meringue, and the meringue was uh, lavender meringue. So it was Ooh. lemon filling with a lavender meringue. So and it goes great with that cola. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was yep. delicious because the lavender cut through the tart of the lemon. Yes. It was, it was good. And I actually like the crust, and I normally don't like pie crust. My mother is the type of lady who will make a pie and then make an entire second crust just to eat and snack while she makes the pie. Good. She loves pie crust. I oh. love pie crust, too. Your mother's a wonderful lady. She is a wonderful lady. I'll have to get her some Viking and goddess pie crust. All right. Do you, how sure fa- how fast it. can you go over the Patreon? Patreon.com forward slash carbitrage. There we go. Sign cool. up. All right. Okay. Sorry, My I first topic. pies. That's kind of, <clears throat> last time we talked about big trucks, it was the Hummer that sold for $275,000 and bring a trailer, but I want to talk about one that isn't that cool or that good. It's a, a regular lot. old GMT one FM2. Second. We have a lot of truck news on this episode. Uh, I have a truck story as well. Well, it's, anyway, don't worry, my, my mine's truck, making fun of them. My, mine isn't. Mine's actually a cool thing about trucks, but anyway. So there was an, uh, well, presumably still is, an owner of a bro-dozer yeah. in... Louisiana. He's got XD rock stars on his lifted 1500 Silverado. Apparently where he parks, the truck is very susceptible to break-ins. I'm not exactly sure what he's keeping repeatedly and replacing in his center console, but it drove him after the fourth break-in to rig his center console with a flashbang firework. Which is very illegal. It is, but he didn't get cited for it because this is Louisiana. And there is video of it actually happening. I want to see this. I'm going to play it, and if you haven't found us on Twitch or on YouTube, feel free to go ahead and, uh, and, and look at that in the future. But right now, it's a guy pulling up in a Chevy Cruze using a window breaker to break the window in a GMT FM2 lifted brodozer. He's hoisted himself over waist high <laughs> into the truck, opens the center console. You see a visible flash and a puff of smoke, and then he runns back to the Cruze, and they take off. That's so funny. I wasn't allowed to like drive my dad's truck because I physically could not get inside. So I'm that's totally fair. Um, yeah, the reason people do that is it's like putting your mailbox in concrete and putting steel inside of the post when somebody hits it with a baseball bat. I think I know what you're looking for in that truck. Is there's you know it's that's owned by a certain demographic who probably has a concealed carry and probably has a driving gun. They're probably looking for something like that. True. other valuable but again, stuff this is this was the fifth yeah. time this, this truck had been broken into there. So, like, is he buying new firearms every time? No, obviously not. So it must have been like either good, drugs good or money. Good or on Louisiana for not doing anything. I know, and like, there was an official statement. Was like, this is illegal and it's very dangerous. Yeah. But I'm okay with that. <laughs> no, like, this is why in my I'm going to have a Citroen DS and I'm going to have a Calibri in the air vent, not the center console. This is also like big brains. All right, big so brains. My my thing is like. <laughs> 
You should totally be able to booby trap your house. Yes. Because it is not your fault that somebody else decided to break into your house. Especially yeah, if it's I'm... a repeat offense. Yeah. Like, I I'm think... sorry, somebody tries to break into my house and they fall into like a punji pit in my backyard. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm collecting my wood stakes that I poop on. <laughs> it's not my fault that you stepped on them. I put these leaves over it so I didn't step on it. Because I know that the leaves mean <laughs> that's where my poop sticks are. It's your fault for stepping on the poop sticks. I'm oh sorry. Like, you should be able to do... I can put my poop sticks wherever I want. Oh I'm only God. laughing because of the punji sticks being poop sticks somehow. Because <laughs> punji sticks, well, that's what you would do. Is with punji sticks is you, you wrap them in feces. It's a, and then, oh. yeah, so they, they then it guarantees later. the dude does Dies. not go back into the battlefield. Cor- yeah. Correct. Well, he doesn't necessarily mm. die, but he has to like, immediately get off the battlefield. And instead of being just like a, a hurt foot, you need to go to the like immediately to I the tried door. explaining yeah. what a booby trap was to a five-year-old, and I realized I do not know how to do that. The, well, I was like, it's like when you hide a mouse trap, and he was like, what? Did oh. they think it had to do with boobies? No. Well, it kind of makes it into a boob, because the term boob meant a fool. A, yeah. A, that's a, a, that's why a, bo- a blue-footed booby no. is called a blue-footed booby. Because yeah, they're not intelligent birds. Exactly. They're, they they're a kid that respects women, so I don't think they understand that booby is a. Everyone boobie. loves boobies, but yes, you have to do it carefully. Yeah, the the term boob was actually only used for breast very recently. Good. That's only come into the lexicon. I think in the last like, hundred and fifty well, years. It's my favorite term. It's for my them, favorite. So. Yeah, I think it, you just call them. Everything boobs. else is too sharp or boring. Yeah, like when you call them breast, I'm like, no, because that implies that's, that's kind of like creepy. Mammals. Tits is too like. Uh, look at that too stripper's fun. tits. I, I like saying yeah. titties. Titties. T-I-D-D. Yep. T-I-D-D. Yeah. Titties. Them titties. Yeah. Okay, that one's pretty yeah, good, too. T- titty is better than but boob. I do like, I like the uh, word I don't boob. know if it's better. Boob is like, the thing boob, is, I use... It has a shape. Yeah. yeah. But this is the thing. The term <laughs> boob is much better used as a very specific derogatory term towards an idiot. But there are many words that have two very different meanings in context. Yeah. Yes. But the, I, this is why I differentiate the two and why I say titty instead of boob. Is because when I say boob, I want it to be known I'm talking about an idiot. Because He's boob, yeah, it's very like, apparent in the context of everything you yes, say when you is, refer to this is, boob. Yes, but I also like saying the word titty instead of boob. But um, that's fine. Yeah, but like when I say boob, like why I choose one over the others, boob just it perfectly enca- encapsulates a kind of idiot. Oh yeah. Like there's a lot of kind of kinds of idiots, and the it's term like a very oblivious. Like a boob yeah. is just a really good. Mm derogatory very descriptive derogatory term of like a yeah, homer boob. simpson kind of like not quite as like like actively stupid as homer simpson right but like somebody that's like homer simpson it's like level, faux pas dumb it, it's homer simpson level ignorant mm-hmm. but like yeah. somebody that's still entirely functional in society mm-hmm. yeah so that's like a great it's such a great word so it's just like for when somebody should be better than this. Like, yeah. I'm just thinking about titties now. So yes. There you go. Now, all right. Well, you how about, let's talk about mice. Mice? No, no mice. My, the mouse ma- mouse Mouses are cute. Mat mouses. Like, pet mice are cute. Um, and the term Lab topolino mice? in Italian means mouse. Oh, oh I didn't fact. know that, actually. Yes. <laughs> and so, Fiat is bringing back the topolino name. Yes. For their version. Oh, yeah. This is not me. Ami. Yes. Ami. I love oh, that, look. like, every... They brought back, and they called it the Topolino. Oh, yes. We've seen these before. We've seen the Ami, yes. but not oh. the Topolino. Okay. I bet so these things are so I much fun to drive. I can't see the difference, because... I quite well, badly... The, Topo... the Topolino's not on there. This is an Opal and a Citroën, but... I'm Do they very... not even have a concept drawing of No, the... not yet. Okay. They, they, just revive, uh, they just brought back the name. Because I know we covered, like, this little off-roady one with no doors. And... Yeah, no, they, they brought back the name for Trademark, okay. so they're going to be making one nice. and calling it the Topolino. Well, and I'm here cute. for this. This is great news. Like, yeah, more tiny cars, please. This Absolutely. is like the, the Toyota IQ of 10 years ago. I it's like badly want one of these. I don't think they would function well on our roads, but I also want I one. I think they would function for somebody else like I do. Yeah. It would function so perfectly. You'd have to take all back roads here, though. Yeah, but I have other cars, obviously. True. But, like, short of here, I don't leave St. Paul unless I absolutely have to. And if I do, I'm, I don't do anything else that day because it's now taking up all of my energy. I don't want to do anything else. 
And yeah, I can totally. That's I'm, fair. I mean, I'm not we are just having this conversation in the car where I was complaining that people in like England and European countries don't know anything about the European countries surrounding them because they refuse to take an hour long train ride. Oh yeah, that's a huge distance for those folks. Meanwhile, yeah, you can go all them. the way around Europe in a day, like no yeah. problem. Yeah, no, I don't. Like... And they refuse to. Like mm-hmm. my favorite is somebody was in like Thames. <sighs> And they asked where Edinburgh was, and the person could not... That's in the same country. Wait, no, not Thames. They were on the England side of the river, and they asked where Edinburgh was. Okay. And the person could not tell them. Newcastle. Yeah. I mean, to their credit, nothing makes sense about how England is laid out. It's Edinburgh. And and Thames. Yeah, Thames and Edinburgh. Whatever. whatever. (laughs) I had way too much coffee. My heart's Um, about to explode. (laughs) And I'm very focused on this misprint Well, I told told Jana, uh, my my response to that was, well, yeah, of course people from England don't go anywhere. Where are you going to go as an English person? Every country hates you. Scotland. Yeah, pretty much. That's where they go. That's it. Do you want to go somewhere very exciting and new to you? (laughs) Go to the island of Jersey. Which is in between England and France, and that's about as far away from England as you can get. I didn't even know there was an island between the two. Yeah, it's called Jersey. <laughs> um, but New like Jersey. that is the yeah that's where New Jersey is from. Actually, is from oh Jersey, the island of Jersey. Um, Please tell me original Jersey is not as big a shithole. No, it's actually a very nice area, and it's an nice. island that's like the size of Edina. It's a very small place, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's about as far as you can go before you get into countries that actively hate. England, um, <laughs> other the only other maybe I guess you go to Barbados because they like just got rid of the Queen, and it was like Barbados to find out. That was about the only other place I could think of because oh, I guess Australia, but like Australia have uh, some like South African colonies still or something or no, uh, the Bahamas. No, 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 in South Africa they have gated communities in which the white people that still live there are extremely racist. Ah. Yeah, you don't want to. Well, I don't want to go to South Africa. I know that, but, but I have I mean, like, friends from a, there. But they live here now. Furthermore, like England, like if you just think of like like America's got a bad track record, but relative to England, we're pretty great. Because <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like a lot of stuff kind of gets glossed over. Yeah, like England is pretty a uh, pretty horrible place. Like, to, wow, you did all that? Like, of course. Like, like so, yeah, that, that that's what I was saying. I was like, yeah, of course they don't go anywhere. Like, they can't, they can't find another country that speaks English that wants to talk to them. Like, nobody wants to talk to them. I don't blame them. Um, but yeah, the uh, the Topolino, I think, would be just perfect for. Are they planning to like change the underpinnings at all, or no. okay, just just, just a rebadge? Just rebadge. Fair enough. Yeah, Is I'm it okay going to be like the uh, what was the signet? Oh, God, I can only hope. I have to keep coming back to the IQ because, like, that thing was one of every everything. I yes, mean, every company. Made IQ. Yeah, or just... IGO, I think. It was actually the IGO. It's called the IQ. Well, they made two different cars. The IQ was later, and I think that no, got rebranded it, it too. It was the IQ. But the AYGO. The, to- the Toyota IQ. The IGO was a Yaris. Okay. But that it's also. based got... off the Yaris. Right. Actually. Yeah, it was yeah, a little yeah. bit smaller Yaris, but it was not yep. the IQ. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The IQ is the, uh, the sad dog James May car. I remember that now. All yes. right, so staying with Fiat, they now have a in-house heritage restoration thing like Mazda's been doing. Quite good. Daihatsu, all these other this companies we've been covering. The first car they chose to do was one of the most interesting products I think they ever made, which is a 92SZ. That's a great car. I love Zagato. Everything Zagato's ever made is always perfect. Like it's, I cannot even imagine what this would have looked like in 92 and like how terrible I thought it looked in the late 90s. But no, like the is SZ perfect. is... This is a good car. A great car. This is a very good looking and car. And like, I hope they keep doing this. This is what I love about Zagato is Zagato, they're kind of like Cubists. Like yeah. Picasso or something like that. Yeah. Where at first glance you go, oh god, that's horrible. And then you look and you go, ooh, wait a minute. I kind of like seeing that every day. This is good. <laughs> and I, If I had like Elon Musk money, I would have one of every Zagato car. Absolutely. I love Zagato more than any company. And I'm actually mad at myself that I don't currently own a Zagato product. Yeah. What's the cheapest Zagato product? You could get a Fulvia Zagato, which is the best Fulvia. What? I mean, was the body different? Yeah. Look at it. Google uh, Lancia Fulvia Zagato. I don't think I need to type in Lancia. Fulvia is unique enough. Yeah, Zagato. It's so good. Oh, weird. Yeah, they made it better. I don't know if I prefer that. Oh, I do. It's so good. I love that so much. I mean, it's not 
It's not worse, but I don't like the front end. I love it. I don't I think like it. it. It looks so good. It's not my deal. I think it was the color, probably. But the, fr- the front end, I really, really, really like. But anyway, my late friend Harold, before he passed, like this was on his short list of cars to find, yeah. the SZ, and I'm like, that's a really good idea. That's a very good car. Like, I'm sure it's a terrible car, but like I kind of still want I can't, it. I can't think of a Zagato product that I objectively hate. These are big money. Yeah. I know. <sighs> well, every Zagato is. Because uh, they were... too bad. They, they were um, so polarizing. Yeah, well, yes. The, it's like it's just like Cubism, where nobody bought it, and now everybody's like, ooh, those are actually quite good, and now they're all the money. Wasn't there, um, did Zagato do the 8Z Volante? I think they did, yeah. That thing, I don't know if I like a- how a- that 8C. looked. I think yeah. they did 8Z. They also did an Aston Martin, which is really good. I might have to pull that up, too, but oh, maybe they didn't do the 8Z There's also Zagato. the Autec Zagato, which is the Nissan Skyline-based Zagato. Oh, okay. So Zagato did mod an 8C, but it's not the car I was thinking of. Yeah, the, I, the Disco Volante. So the Zagato one actually looks fine. I don't mind that at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Try, uh, the Autech Zagato is the one where everybody gets How do you spell up. that? A-U-T-U-C-H. And that was Zagato. A, and that was a Zagato based off of Skyline. Oh, interesting. That's the one where everybody's like really That looks like polarized. a toned-down SZ. Yeah. That's very similar. Wow, like that hood. Look at that. Oh, my goodness. Those the are actually the mirrors. The mirrors yeah. yeah, it's really cool. That, I've never even seen that before. It's a very weird car. I like that it a lot, though. One of the most 80s things. You could have just put this straight up it's in a, a RoboCop. Car. It's a 90s car. Really? Yeah, yeah, no, it was totally, like, from that era. It was really early, early 90s. Like, it was totally designed in, like, 1988. And, like, totally went on the market, like, I think, 1992. Oh, so this is, like, the bi-turbo is to the 90s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, it was, like, it, it happened to go to market in the 90s. <laughs> But it had been in the pipeline previously. We know the Italian pipeline is very slow and full it's of wine. It's a very, so. very good car. I like that a lot. I, I can't think of a Zagato that I objectively dislike. Um, I, the era when they did a lot of plexiglass and bubbly windows was probably my least favorite. Even that I like. Um, well, it's because you're damaged. Well, it, uh, um, one second. <laughs> no rebuttal. Just, well, one second. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of... Because, like, in that same era, they also did the uh, DB4 Zagato, which was really good. Hmm. Um, they did the Lancia Appia Zagato, which was pretty polarizing. They did the Abarth 750 GT Zagato in that era. Actually, I do like that era, yeah. I'm trying to think of a Zagato I really don't like, because even, like, their pre-war cars, like... Let's try 1950s Zagato see if there's something there. I'm just trying to think of, like when they would have possibly made something I don't like. Oh my god, no, the 50s cars are even better. So this is the model I was thinking of with the 8C that I really hate, and I don't know if Zagato did that. I feel like they did. But like, it's got F430 or 599 headlights on it. Like, the front... I don't know. I don't dig that. I don't think that was Zagato. You just don't think it is, because you don't want them to have done that. No, like I actually... I don't dislike that. It reminds me of a Fiat 8V... Um, but I mean, it pays homage to like the original Disco Volante. So okay, that, but... maybe it was. It might it might have been like a one off sort of thing to like yeah, pay <laughs> homage. But I, I I would buy it. Like I would be okay having that in my collection. It's not my favorite Zagato. Looks like they made at least three of them. All right, so my least favorite one that they made was the Fiat 500C Panoramica Zagato, and this one I it's still cute as a button. Oh, one of the old Fiat 500s. Yeah. This is my least favorite Zagato. And for me to say this is my least favorite Zagato, it's still cute to the button. Funny. Well, oh my God. Why'd you find that? Look at when this photo was probably taken. That is enough pixels. But isn't this car cute, honey? (laughs) I I don't. Janice says it's very cute. I don't like it. But I mean, that's like my least favorite Zagato that they made. And still really stinking cute. All right. Well, I don't like this one. But the the SZ I like, and hopefully we see more Fiat restorations. Like I'd love to see a 124 and like a um, X19, like cool. an X19 and a Barth or something. I don't know. I, uh, that's just I, all the manufacturers that are embracing their old crappy product. Like yes, more of that. I thought that Mercedes had discontinued the SL. And they didn't. No, they discontinued the SLK. I think they did. Something like that. They discontinued something. I can't remember. 
but they made a really weird another SL. Oh, okay. Yeah, and AMG worked with them on it, and it's a... When did the 43 moniker change to a... Right here, right now. Four-cylinder. Yeah. It's now a four-cylinder turbo. I don't... That's not going to make a good noise. Hybrid as well. Okay. Tell me more about the hybridity. And it's like a performance hybrid, where the the hybrid motor makes it more powerful. And it makes good power, actually. I mean, Mercedes has made reliable, well, reliable-ish turbo four-cylinders for quite a while that make just absurd power with the 45 AMG, you know, uh, CLA, GLA. But, I mean, they don't sound good at all. No, I mean, no. But also, I mean, if you're... I I don't think that this car was designed to be uh, the best-sounding car. I think this was made to be the entry-level. It's the entry-level Mercedes convertible AMG. So but you have to hear it more because it's yes, a convertible. Um, but that's, that's a pretty cramped engine bay for a you, four pot. You don't need to spend any time in it because it makes 381 horsepower and 354 pound-feet of torque. Jeez, that's a lot. And the mild <clears throat> hybrid system will give you another 14 horsepower. And when you put your pedal or when you like, go full throttle, mm-hmm. while the turbo spools up, it will give you another 14 horsepower from the electric motor. So that's cool. Does it have an electric-only range? Mm, probably not. I don't okay. know. Uh, it's got 48-volt electrical system, which I've... Okay. But, yeah, it's an electric turbocharger. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So, well, actually, I'm not sure if we've seen a production car with one of those yet. I mean, they've been in production for a you long wonder, time. This might not even be hybrid. It might just be electric turbo. It might just... Yeah, it's just an electric turbo. It's not hybrid. Uh, okay. But yeah, I, so it's an electric turbo. Magneti Morelli, like, did a bunch of work and actually made a production-ready electric turbo quite a while ago. Yes, and, the, and they were using their F1 team, and this is from... The, it's the same technology from the F1 team. Hmm. Um, zero sixty-two and 4.9 seconds, top speed 170 miles an hour. All right. Like, it's going to have enough wind noise, you're not going to hear the engine. This, so. <laughs> this SL has back seats. Yes. That is different. It's an interesting vehicle. This Rear, like, it's got four-wheel steering as an option. This reminds me of, like, an, an E-Class convertible or something from back in the day. It kind of has a 911 cab it's shape a to weird it. weird car isn't it yeah i don't know what to make of this maybe they did kill the sl and they brought it back just to I change it a bit uh and you know what eh, when they make this in green with the design interior i'll be here for it okay yeah 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 i, I think <laughs> the name design still gets me every time such like a wow i love name. the design of this thing what should you call the trim <laughs> design design <laughs> i'm not kidding this is due out tomorrow i'm like i don't i have no other ideas man it's all right design <laughs> my name's my name's Hofkrieger. I don't know. <laughs> We're not going to call it a Hofkrieger design. Oh, call it Designo. <laughs> I w- I'm about a trim level called Hofkrieger. <laughs> Just like some super German sounding name. <laughs> What's a strong German name? Hofkrieger. Hofkrieger. <laughs> I don't know. I regret I, asking my question, but you are correct. <laughs> but I, 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 I think I'm here for it. I think I am. Um, we really need to start making a cool wall here. I need to. I need to decide to make one so we can put things like this on a cool wall. As long as it's a virtual cool wall, that's fine. Right, it's like a physical one's going to take up you know, a wall. No, that doesn't just make one right here and face a camera towards it. Not these cameras do anything. True. Well, I mean, they, 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 they give the, the gist of. Yeah, the I feel like if I just us. have one that's like facing a tiny cool wall right here, we just put up photos and put it somewhere. I kind of graph. Like t- I feel like we'd be better off with like a magnet board or maybe something. We, that we maybe just we should do like up. a quarterly tier list of cars. Yeah, but we could do that digitally, which would be better. Yeah, I think I might just do that because I can just go to tier list, whatever the website is for tier yeah, list. Yeah, that was and good. Make one. That's worked really well. Right. We've done it in the past. I'll, 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 make, I'll, you. I'll make a tier list. Uh, I was able to get one of the misprints. Good. I'm happy for you. I got a crew neck with a ghost on it. She was looking for shirts. Um, nice. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm here for this. Jana, what do you think about this? It's a... Uh, Electric turbo, so it's a turbocharger with electric motor that helps spool it up. Um, it's an SL, and it's got four seats. And four cylinders. neat. Jan thinks it's neat. Would it be better cylinder. in green? Yes. Yes. Yeah, make this dark green with a brown interior, and yeah. It's oh, yeah. Solid. Then, yeah. And then, like, it's there's a certain demographic that would eat that up. And That's then put, like, the grandpa spec exhaust on it, so I can't hear it. Yeah. Yeah, or, like, honestly, I'm sure Brabus could make that exhaust sound fine. Probably. As long as they make it sound like a Fiat 500, it'll be fine. It's not hard to make four-cylinder exhaust sound 
good. Well, it is, but it's been it's been done now, so we figured it no, out. Let's say at this point now, it's not hard. There's now a like way to do it. Like you know what to do. You know, right. what, there's a recipe. You you can't like count on the engine noise. You need to tune the engine noise to make it good. And let's be honest, this probably has the pipe it through the stereo engine sound anyway. So exactly, yeah. Oh yeah, it sounds like a V8. No, but it's not. <laughs> it it isn't, All and. Right. You can be especially sure of that when you roll up to the gas pump with your four-cylinder SL. <laughs> That's my shitty segue. Uh, so when I took the Phantom last year to yes. Pikes Peak from Texas and then back to Minnesota, I was pretty annoyed, and I know this is a first-world problem, but every single time I stopped for fuel, I had to use two different credit cards because I maxed out the pump. And fuel is more expensive now, I've been told. So yes, it happens very Visa quickly. Visa yes. has just changed their rules now, where their pump authorization is now $125. That's hilarious. So, bro dozers rejoice. I will be able to fill the Phantom with one credit card, and everyone with a pickup truck driving alone that gets 9 MPG and complains about how Biden did fuel can yeah. fill up their car on their credit card. You know, as much as I complain about fuel prices in my fiat yeah uh, because i get reasonable fuel economy but i have to use premium and it's just on that side of the not worth it scale for premium um i never i never blame the president because i understand how fuel prices work do you yes and and the fact that we've seen these before i also never credit the president well, yeah. Not everything is about politics. Correct. Well, I mean, this is a political issue, but not everything is controlled by politics. So yeah, it's not like a, there's a dial in one office that one person controls. Yeah, there's always more than one person. If that were to exist, then why aren't you blaming Donald Trump for not making gas a dollar? Like <laughs> it's like wow. Spare ga- me your logic. <laughs> gas wasn't like much cheaper like four years ago. So. It was know. a little bit cheaper, yeah, but it wasn't like but life-changing tr- cheaper. Uh, 14 years ago, though, 08, during the McCain-Palin campaign, gas was just as expensive. Yep, and it was... And money was worth more then. That was also during the Bush administration. Was it really? Yeah, because uh, Obama hadn't been elected yet. 08, he was... Oh, he true. Took, he was elected in 08, true, but he took true, office true. in 09. Yeah. So... Huh. Yeah, it's... Well, there you go. It's not the president's fault. It's... It's annoying, and you're just looking for a scapegoat. And yep. I, if it's annoying that you want to do that, but if you want to do that, at least be honest and stop lying to yourself and say, I'm looking for a scapegoat. And then cry into your really yeah. shitty 30% APR credit card <laughs> while you fill up your Silverado. Exactly. Um, well, speaking of trucks mm-hmm. uh, that are more fuel efficient, the Ford Maverick exists. Yeah, it's that little unibody small pickup. Look at it. this cool spice shot I found. Count the exhaust on that. That looks like an ST bumper or something. That's like a, they're going to make like an ST kind of Maverick. And what? I'm not mad at that. What engine are they going to put in this? Because it already has the 2.3 turbo, which I think is their spiciest four-cylinder. They're going to probably hot up the 2.3 turbo. You don't think they're going to try to jam the twin turbo 2.7 in there? I hope not. I like the 2.3. It's a good engine. I well, mean, yeah, now that all the, the bottom end, The bottom end scatters itself at exactly 500 horsepower. We put a girl on it. It's fine. What? What the girdle? A block girdle. girdle. I thought you said something else, and I was like, wait a second. A block girdle. Girl? Yeah. Put a block girl in there. A block girdle. And then they'll hold everything together. I thought you just said, just put a girl in there. And I was like, um, what? No. She can run 500 horsepower in one. Context, honey. Why would I ever say something like that? Oh, there's a few photos in here. I actually saw this on Autoblog, but I didn't. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't click I, into I'm, it. I'm kind of like here for this because they have like, the cool like overfenders and stuff. I mean, I hate pickups, but if yeah, if you make it as small as you possibly can, that helps. And that's the thing. This is edging closer to my like the size I want out of a pickup. <laughs> like I need the smallest possible pickup. We have briefly talked about that in yeah. a product that we will never get here anymore. But no. um, but we are also. Getting closer and closer to the day, which I can just import a Toyota BB deck van. I don't know what a BB deck van is. Scion XB pickup. Oh, oh what? Like a first-gen XB? You haven't heard of that? No. Yeah, Google the BB deck van. They're rad. It's a perfect pickup. <laughs> it's exactly Was what that I'm looking for. the same era, so like 2003? Yes. Oh, man. We just didn't get it. What the hell is this? 
Oh no! This is what I need. You could just make one. You could no, just have no, no, it now. No, no, no. I, I want the fact that it's a BB because it's got suicide doors in the back. Um, it only has two doors. No, uh, the driver's side is a suicide door. Oh, okay. Which is really cool. Can't you just like import a uh, half cut and weld it onto an XB? It, but it, no. Can't you just import one secretly and put an XB VIN on I it? I could just wait like a couple of years until two thousand. You're going to be waiting a year longer than me. Yeah. But I'm gonna have an IXB deck van, which is and very cool. A, and I'm on time because this is what I want. I want a van, primarily that I can hose the back end out of, and that's exactly what this is. I've never heard about this before today. Why is this just now coming up? I don't know. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it. Before. I don't think you have. Well, it's really cool. It's got that weird little roll bar thing. I'm I really like it a lot. And like, what I really want is a Suzuki Servo or Mighty Boy. But Mighty they're, boy. they're, they're yeah. too terribly old for me to feasibly use as like a reasonable hauling vehicle. No, no, no. It says the couple that have a 61 Buick. Yeah, but that's not a reasonable hauling vehicle. That's, that's my a, vehicle. That's, that's why I said the couple. That's Jana's Buick. For you guys driving. are going to have to get ready to share real soon. That, that's, mm. that's the car she drives to hair appointments and to back to the 50s. That's what it exists for. That's yeah. fine. That's why I have the Vespa. <laughs> it's basically a Vespa. That's all it is. You guys just have a no. bigger American ear Vespa. He just uses all. my van right now, and I yell at him about it. So, so but I mean, you have a better van. Why? It doesn't my fit Mazda this stuff. Yeah. Oh, no, because the inside, I, I can't just hose it out. Oh. Yeah. That's a big. You are you're hosing out the carpeted innards of a Sienna. Yeah, I can't. I can't do that. No. It's, oh, true. It, no, it, no, I have to, we uh, just vacuum we have to put, my Yeah, we have to put a tarp down and everything. It's a whole thing. And I have to worry about the headliner because the headliner gets dirty and I'm like just turbo fucked. Like, and then like true. loading and unloading. If I put an engine back there, I can't just like use a hoist in the Sienna. I have to pull the engine out of the van to put a hoist in there. And it's like. Just use your Fiat. I've had inline sixes in those. So inline sixes, yes. But like, let's say I buy myself a 61 Buick and mm-hmm. I want to rebuild the you engine. You could put a nail head in a Fiat 500, no problem. Yeah, but getting it out is the problem. No, it's not. It's the same as going in. No. Yes. Yeah, it, exactly. It's the same as going in. That engine's not light. So? It weighs more than a Hemi. So? Of the era. I've had two BMW M50s and two manual swaps in the back of a Fiat 500. Which are much easier to fit into the car. I'm just saying weight-wise. I'm not worried about it fitting. Yeah, it'll but fit. it's the form factor of nah, getting... Uh, it'll it's, fit. It's, it will it's fit in the car. Excuses. No, it's getting into the car. It's It will physically fit in the car, excuses. but it's the form factor of getting it out of the car oh, without breaking the engine or the car. Well, you just need a uh, ratchet strap. Nice, big, heavy-duty one. Get it, the, like the key is getting the picker as close to the intake manifold as you can. Yeah, that's the issue because the two mounting points on the nail. Ignore those. No, yeah, no, no you just run away. ratchet straps around them. The mounting points, I agree, are horseshit on engines. Like they, they're in the wrong spot always. That's why you just circumnavigate the thing twice with ratchet straps, and then it's integral to your picker arm. They weigh five hundred pounds. Dry. That is not that bad. That's a, M50s weigh three hundred eighty pounds. I had two of them in the back of my five hundred. 350 pounds is that's 150 pounds less i had two of them okay, in the 500 but you're still lifting them independently though you didn't put them you didn't lift them out at the same time the deck height is lower on an overhead valve v8 than I'm, it is on I'm, an inline six twin cam anyway so what i'm saying is with a scion deck van i could perfectly that tiny little bed would perfectly fit a nail head i know it, that's, All I'm hearing is excuses, that. and small car load posting will be ashamed of you. And it will also fit exactly enough mulch for me to use. There is something reasonable I finally heard yeah, out of you. Hang today. on, I'm not done. Because <laughs> both Ow. of both of those things <clears throat> suck to clean up, and when I'm done with it, I can take a power washer. You just need to just, not care about your interior anymore. Well, I'm not worried about the interior. It's electrical problems. No, it'll be fine. I don't know, electrical problems. That's what I don't want to do with the the Fiat's got canvas electrical system. It'll be fun. I don't want to. I don't want to have. I don't want to suffer my brakes. My no, no, no. Just don't wash it out. (laughs) Just leave it dirty. Well, then I have to smell things. Not necessarily. I would have to smell fifty-year-old coolant. Tarp in there. It'll be fine. (laughs) But like, or just take the back seats out entirely. That's what I did when I transported engines. Makes sense. Taking out the back seats would make sense. It's like three bolts. It's not too bad. Um. But anyway, I, the Scion deck fan would also be hilarious because that would trigger every single like truck bro ever. They that would be so upset. Yeah, yeah, it'd be Will perfect. Be. Yeah, they would be. 
they will That's be. That's a pretty short deck on the back there, so I don't know. Oh, sorry, I had you muted. Oh, I was just making I uh, like trucks better than smoke cars. Oh, I like. Oh, I saw the motion, so I knew something was happening. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's the thing is also with a van slowly going crazy because of the caffeine, and it just hit. No, no, with, no quickly. With, with the other thing is since it's also technically a van, mm-hmm. they can say, "Well, why don't you get a real truck?" I'm like, I don't even own a truck, dude. I want a van. They go, "You have a bed on it." I'm like, it's called a deck van. It's his own thing. So I can be a dick to everybody and be an absolute elitist. Just like scumbag with this. You're going to start a group called Scumbag Elitist Deck Vans? Yes! It'd be perfect. It'd be so amazing. (laughs) That van is just great on so many levels. It's the ultimate troll, and it's so useful. As you control everybody and then also be just as useful as their vehicles. Well, I'm glad your import thing is going to be useful because mine will be useless. Yes, that's true. Yeah, you're It'll be very a, different. You're getting a you're getting a, the, a two seat minivan. Basically. You're getting a coupe van, and I'm getting a pickup van. Love it. <laughs> yeah, like I a like giant full size two seater essentially. Love small vans that also do other things. That's totally v- fine. Vans that aren't really vans. I like that too. <laughs> and the the first gen XB is a great vehicle. So. It was even economical. I mean, yeah, they uh, ruined it with the second gen XB. Because the second gen XB was not a BB. The BB was a one-off generation. And by the time we had got it, it had been in production since like 1996. Ah, yeah. Uh, and then the second ge- generation was actually called a, like a Toyota like Axios or something. Hmm. It was not even the same thing. It just had a vaguely similar form factor. Sure. But like the BB form factor is pretty common in Japan. Like, everybody makes a, an equivalent of a BB. Like Honda because they have a, small cars there. Yeah, like, Honda makes anymore. a Life, and, like, <laughs> it, like Toyota makes that, and, like, Mitsubishi has, what like, What should the, we call this car? Life. Well, they also have a car called the That's, and Daihatsu has a car called the Naked. Naked. <laughs> of course Daihatsu does. I'm not surprised by that. Yeah, and Honda has just <laughs> wacky names. On the heels of Tire Day... But yeah, it, well, it's Honda, they had a that's, and they also had a today. You could make an entire sentence out of Hondas. <laughs> that's today, City Turbo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's today's city. I wonder if they have a yesterday. <laughs> they probably do. I mean, we saw what they called a Highlander in Japan. So Yeah, they, they probably have a car that's just a common. They probably have cars that are just like punctuation as well. So you can just have an entire an entire sentence be a Honda like model lineup from like the mid two thousands. You can print one brochure and you're done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All the just cards. page through one like flipbook style. Exactly. Honda that's today city likewise you two also. Ten, ah. ten year warranty. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I really want the ten year <clears throat> warranty. What was it come with? It comes with a five year warranty, but we call it a ten year. <laughs> The warranty okay, means it's so just this a, is now a airplane. Yeah. Roger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. One more political-ish topic before we get onto your last yes. one here. But remember, just a couple of years ago, in the thick of the baloney, the National Fuel Economy Cafe standards were rolled back significantly by the previous administration. But wholeheartedly, I could say, most car manufacturers were just flipping the bird and saying, we're going to continue on because cars need to get more efficient because that's a huge problem. Luckily, this has now been undone. So instead of 24 MPG by 2026, which was a significant rollback from, I think, 36, it has now been brought up to 40. So this is a national, like a company average, but still, like, I have to say, the fact that companies are able to hit these targets, presumably, with a fuel combustion engine is incredible it's designed to not happen it's designed to be i think it's possible yeah it is but it's designed to make it prohibitively expensive to have all of your cars be, be gassers and like in america if we said you just cannot make gas cars mm-hmm. it, it, we would literally have a civil war i'm not exaggerating i genuinely think that would be the tipping point of a civil war in this country so we can't obviously say that we can just say yes. You can have you can have a fuel efficient. You can have a oh, a gas car, mm-hmm. but if you have a long bed dually pickup, it needs to get a hundred miles per gallon. Like we'd make some like nonsense <laughs> like that right. to make it like okay, yeah, you can, and then just make it actually impossible to make it a real functional vehicle. Um, right, or like you'd have to put so much plug in electrical mm-hmm. in it to get it to eke uh, that yeah. out in a cycle. I also. Um, being somebody that lives in the modern world, I am nostalgic for the past, but I also understand, okay, yeah, I get it. Like, we need to move on. Like, 
there's probably there are people we do and like the, to your point this will increase like uh hybridity a lot and yeah. like, full evs a lot but like just I, imagine how pissed off stonemasons were when people started making weapons out of copper and how pissed off metal workers were when plastic yeah came out like dude like it's just <laughs> it's the passage of time get i just over. wanted to talk about thermal yeah. efficiency on it yeah no i think it's really fine. cool but it's like so many people just get so obsessed like dude, you're ruining your whole life you're just, you're you're choosing to be mad like just yep. roll with it like whatever like the world is when cars got nine mpg the world's always the world's always getting worse okay cool whatever move on mm-hmm. get on like, with that's it. a thing that happened nobody's gonna then. stop for you nobody's gonna stop for you no child left behind, Ryan. Yeah, like I'm not. No, nobody's ever gonna stop. It's like, hey, dude, Cletus is pissed that he can't drive his nine mile per gallon truck anymore. We should probably. Well, and it's not to that. Him. It's like you can't buy a new nine mile per gallon yeah. truck. And like, and that's the thing. Is like, no. And I think people go from you can't, like, we can't allow companies to keep making these. Right. And they go. You're gonna take mine. No, and it's the like, clickbait no, no, article. No, no, no. Yeah, they're not gonna. We're not gonna take yours. Yeah. We just want to hold companies no accountable. New ones. Yeah, and like eventually. Yeah, it will be prohibitively expensive for you to daily drive this ridiculous vehicle. It's also prohibitively expensive for you to daily drive your Stanley Steamer, freaking yeah. like two by two or whatever the hell they were called <laughs> back in the pre-war era. Also, two episodes in a row of pre-war bill. Uh, nice. Speaking of pre-war stuff, I thought of mo- the modern equivalent of a steam engine. Hmm. It, it's hydrogen. They did, but that's still just an internal combustion engine. I mean, you yeah, can just well, run it, a regular four-stroke engine on that. Yeah, but what I was saying is, is uh, I've always like been like saying like I've always said that there's always steam enthusiasts that were like just pissed when the gasser engine came around, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I was talking about. I'm like, and then, like I, I like jogs my mind. I'm like, all right, well, like a hundred years ago this time we had steam, we had gas, and we had electric. Yep, we still have electric. And, and gas. gas. What mm. happened to steam? Well, steam was ridiculous, but like, obviously, water is the most abundant thing that you can possibly make. Like for now, yeah. Well, hydrogen is like the right. most abundant thing in the universe. Like, it would be stupid not to even attempt to run something off of that. I'm like, oh yeah, hydrogen. I mean, cars, other than the duh. fact that it's a net loss in energy to produce it right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Like, right if they now. can crack that, great. Yeah. It is the answer. But, like, you're putting in, like, one and a quarter units to get one out. Yeah, I think eventually hydrogen will be the way that you have to go with an internal combustion engine. And hydrogen cars sound fine. If you take, an exa- fine. You take a muffler off a Honda Clarity, it sounds just like any other gas or engine. Mm-hmm. It's just it sounds the... like balls because it was designed to never be heard. But well, like... I'm sure it's an Atkinson cycle engine and all that kind of shit. But, yeah, yeah no, it's still, I mean, yes. Other than having to replace your fuel tank with a fuel, like, I think can or, I don't know, pressure vessel. So... I, like people are really worried that like, Toyota's putting no effort into electric cars, and yeah, rightfully so. But I also think well, that they are now because they're late to the party. Yeah, they're very late to the party. But I also think that while Toyota's this entire time they've been putting effort into hydrogen, mm-hmm. just I like think, BMW did. Yeah, which exactly. is they're also super late because they yeah. let I die on the vine. Um, but I think that if Toyota does pull off the hydrogen thing, mm-hmm. they will be the Tesla of hydrogen. Because hydrogen, all it, like once you have a functioning, good hydrogen car... Um, infrastructure, that's it. We've, yeah, the cars have been good for 30 years. Well, there wasn't, there wasn't infrastructure for Teslas when they made the Roadster. I know. But that's the thing is... Tesla, but Tesla did it, so Tesla, Toyota could do infrastructure. Tesla made the Roadster the sexy EV, which made EVs desirable. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Is you can have all the infrastructure in the world, but if nobody wants to buy the car because it's seen as like... Lisa Simpson's car, mm-hmm. which is literally how EVs are seen, is like they were just like the annoying liberal car. Um, <laughs> I and can't then, go very fast or very far. Yeah, exactly. If you drive me, people will think you're gay. Yeah, that's literally what they said on the Simpsons. And the Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> but um, <laughs> like then Tesla came around, they made him sexy. Like that's what you need to do. Is mm-hmm. You need to make the product sexy. Yep. And all right, back to pre-war. Stanley Steamer made the steam car sexy. Like it was like. That was the cool thing to have is like you had the white and the white steam car was like, that's super luxurious. A steam car in that era was totally equal on all fronts for sexiness to other cars. So, um, yeah, I think that if Toyota is able to bring to make hydrogen sexy, like that will be their saving grace. I think with Toyota becoming the cool car company, 
Um, I need to collaborate with Porsche because how much I'm money actually, they're dumping into this. I'm actually really curious. This is getting to my whole point here is I think Toyota might be playing a line game here and making the Corolla and everything really cool right now. So when they come out with a hydrogen car, it will be a cool car. And then, yes, it's a huge pain in the ass to live with. But look how effing cool you are when mm-hmm. everybody else's car doesn't make any noise. Right. So I think that's what Toyota's like long game is. It's like 10, 15 years in the future. Yep. Because also, you know, when Tesla came out, like in 2000, what, 2008? Yeah, the Roadster was released to the public in 08. So like 15 years ago, 15 years prior to that would be in 1993. In 1993, if you, if, if you said... That yeah, was like the EV1. Well, you, no, that was later in the 90s. Mm-hmm. But 1990, so, in 1993, it? if you asked somebody, will, do you think the coolest car in the world... You're right, 96. In, yeah, do, like if you, in 1993, if you asked somebody, do you think the coolest thing that you could possibly own in 20 years is going to be an electric vehicle? They'd tell you to kick rocks. Right. And then in, come 2013... Tesla's all over the place. Every influencer had one. Yep. Like, that was the cool car to have. Oh, yeah. So, I think yeah. it's totally possible that Toyota... As long as Toyota can doubles make, down on infrastructure after yeah. the cool product, which they could do... Yeah, and it, who, who knows? Like, Tesla's whole thing is their stopgap was, here's a car charger that you can have in your house, and we'll mm-hmm. install it for you. Like, that was their whole, like, stopgap measure while they make a public infrastructure. There's still one of those at Road America, and it's hilarious. That's awesome. For the Roadster. I love that. Yep. It's uh, on PlugShare. <laughs> I'm like, when was the last time somebody checked in here? That's so funny. <laughs> but, like, um, I think that Toyota could totally do that. And all you have to do is, you know, just make the car cool. You make it a cool car, not a daily driver, but you make it the cool thing. And so people that are looking for daily drivers will want the cool daily driver because people who buy Ferraris are much more willing to deal with bullshit than people that are buying Honda Civics. My only real rebuttal to that right now is they can't just come put a giant hydrogen tank in your backyard so you can fill your car at home. No. Like you can True. with an no, you can't. car. But, but they could make an infrastructure in populated areas where there's one every 20 miles. Yeah, or they can make a smaller thing where it's like you have like an HH or HHO gas yeah HHO gas like production thing mm-hmm. that you set up like off your water when they turn it into a liquid binder problem solved I think that's but what, that's what Porsche's working on so that's yeah. why I think Toyota and Porsche like they're both clearly in this camp just spend all your money together yeah figure it out they're figuring it out yeah. more options is more better yeah and I'm you know it's I'm willing to give up engine noises I like for a daily, noises. yeah, but yeah. like it makes me want the cars that make noise more. Yeah, like I like making engine noise. Like the Buick sounds really cool. Like <laughs> it sounds wet and cool. Like I'm very okay with Trying having to make a wet noise. Yeah, now, so. I'm. No, I'm like, like, well, for maybe a wet four cylinder. Yeah, that sounded like a Clark tug from the forties. Yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> you can. You just hear it. It's like the chitty chitty bang bang. Just valves not working quite right noise. Well, I guess since you talked about uh, Porsche, it's right that I talked about Mercedes. And um, I want to talk about Mercedes being a liar. And if you can click my first link. Where it says the one liar, that says liar. liar the make hyperlink. Sure make sure there's noise on the from the uh, whatever it streams on the stream for the hyperlink. Let me pause it real quick. Desktop audio. Oh, there we go. All right. Now make sure you click liar, liar. <laughs> it's a miracle max's wife let me just play this once more <laughs> okay all right yep now click on it mercedes said that they this invented takes a, this takes a moment hold on all right mercedes says that they like... invented the road sen- sensing suspension system and that's goddamn bullshit they are so full of shit it's coming out of their ears Liars, because Mercedes did not invent that. It was Nissan. I thought it okay. Yeah, no, Nissan had a sonar-based road sensing suspension system That's in insane. the Leopard and in the Maxima in like 1984. <laughs> and it, it was bad because it was 80s. <laughs> but Mercedes can't say it. They made a fucking road sensing suspension system first because they didn't. But yeah, it is really amazing. You sonar and it's really cool. Like sonar is the whales would have so been so cool. pissed yeah. off if you drove next to them. I so if I remember correctly, that's, that's a Nissan Leopard. That guy. I feel like people were putting like aftermarket stereos and stuff into these cars like in the two thousands. And they still had the sonar suspension thing, even though they they took the air suspension out, they still had the sonar sensor. 
and it would actually interfere with their stereos if they didn't use shielded wiring. Oh my god! So that your so- your subwoofer. I'm thinking of boom, like the boom, leakiest, boom, most boom, FCC. Boom! You just drive around this like awful subwoofer, making a bumping noise every time your sonar like goes. A constant 2.4 gigahertz bump. Oh my God. Yeah, because he probably didn't know that it was. Well, that, I mean, yeah. You uh, import one of these I thirty like, years later to a different country. I feel like I, I saw like a. I feel like I saw like a forum post in Australia about that or something. Where it's just like because I I wrote a listing of, or I wrote an article for your Japanese South car about the leopard. I feel like these could jam radar guns accidentally. <laughs> probably <laughs> you import one. Like every com- country has got like a different spectrum that they allocate to different things. So this in, this radar could be at the exact same frequency that KA band is, and you could be committing a felony. That would be hilarious. <laughs> just like <laughs> so, accidentally. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to get you. This Why? isn't just like us saying that. I don't understand. Mercedes says they did it first. When you look at their press release, they literally say we have. And if you scroll down, they have a copy pasta of what it says. It says. Um, the AMG sports suspension based on magic body control comes standard with road surface scan, the world's first suspension with eyes. goes without saying that the S65 AMG offers supreme exclusive exclusivity in design. Um, and then they go further into detail about how it adjusts the road. The, it will adjust its firmness to the surface of the road. And then if you look below, it's a supersonic suspension that they made with sonar sensors for the Nissan Leopard in 1984. Germans need to uh, figure out how to read Japanese. Or it's in English, too. Okay. Well, it's a supersonic is... suspension. <clears throat> well, yeah, right but there. what does that mean? It means supersonic suspension. You no, look at it. It looks like there's a Wi-Fi being pointed at the ground. Yeah, and it's called sonic. <clears throat> and you see little waves, and you go, oh, it's connected to the springs. I wonder if it adjusts the damping. So yeah, I'm just Tame very Mr. salty. Ed. I'm very salty about. <laughs> it is uh, a Wi-Fi symbol at the ground. It is pretty much. Um, I mean, yeah, except this came way earlier. But <laughs> yeah, like we even mentioned this, and like I wrote, they have my article. Like we mentioned this in 2018 that they did that, and so like it was very apparent. And it's not like that article wasn't read. That was one of our most read articles of the year. Was the consider the following on the M30? So, oh my god, every Japanese code for something is some BMW code for something. I know, right? <laughs> and I honestly think the M30 BMW predated this because that was an engine family that came out in the '60s. Yeah, probably. Yeah, this is just the M class of the three liter. Then the M class was a later Mercedes. It's like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, there's too much inbreeding on chassis code, people. It's really funny. Um, <laughs> They're all friends. They're just also, doing it to piss them off. There's also an F, the leopard that it came in was an F31. F31. Yeah, which like, is like Doctor Wiggs. Yeah, which is yep. yeah, exactly a uh, five series wagon. These so. guys are all in a Discord chat together, and, and this they're is like, also, Dude. it was a chassis code as well. It was the F31? Like that was a, it was the F31 chassis leopard. It also came the Bluebird as well, which became the Maxima. Yep. Um, the electric bluebird that that company in Britain did was super cool. Yeah, very cool. But, um, yeah, I, I just think, like, it's not like this wasn't known. Like, I like that you Mercedes, made me play two lengths just for this. Mercedes, just they were just lying through their teeth, hoping that somebody forgot, and that there was some nerdy dickhead in Minnesota that wrote a whole article, and now he's mad, because I know for a effing fact that they've mm-hmm. read that. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, with how much Mercedes spends on R&D? Yeah. Yeah. And also how much... Maybe if they stopped copying things and innovating again, like the W126, we would have had have a better product. That. Yeah, they would have had a better product and hmm. not just made a 30 or 40-year-old Nissan. So there you go. Go buy yourself an S65 and get yourself... Instead of a W220, S65 get, get yourself AMG. some 40-year-old Nissan technology. Bam. Jerks. Bye. Bye.